0: All right, this is the Jake and Aaron Hella Show. Music! Wait a minute. What? (laughs) Talk about old habits die hard.
1: (laughs) Did you do the wrong thing? I did the
0: wrong radio show. (laughs) It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years and I did the wrong radio show on Instinct.
2: This wow. is the
0: Dan and Aaron Lycorama music.
2: Just hearing, just hearing my voice took you back.
0: It sure did. Oh boy. No. This call is being recorded.
1: This call is being recorded. This call is being recorded. So we should shut up now.
2: Yeah. Oh I, I think God. that defeats the purpose of it being recorded, though.
1: <laughs> this call is being recorded. You, 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 you defeat the purpose.
0: Oh. Oh. I defeat many purposes, it's true. Smacked down. Yeah. I cannot believe that I did that. It's... Um, <laughs> I mean, just yeah, shy of mean, I'd, years be, I'd and... be
2: really impressed. All right, sing, our, sing, the, sing the Hello Show intro, go.
0: Um, Mindshaft Investigation Committee, the Jake and Aaron Hello Show, coming at you! And then, um, God, what else? Um, the uh, the Three Years heads. Running...
2: The propeller head steam the propeller head steam yeah man uh, yeah. Geopolit- sì. yeah that, that was so
0: come much back- fun
2: came back to me all right yeah. I- this is like your actual intro for this show
0: i mean that's basically yeah. <laughs> basically what we've just done for the past x minutes has been us introducing the show um, today's episode is yet even more further an extension of uh the college radio subject. Um Dan and I have uh been um graced by the presence of uh Jacob Guy Brosh previously of the Jake and Aaron Hella show. Uh pretty much the primary working ingredient of the show. I was just set in. <laughs> um and uh so yeah uh today's episode is is another college radio retrospective Uh, we're going to talk about the jake and aaron hella show and um dan is gonna shut up and listen no that's not true um yeah i'm
1: i'm gonna sit and uh do the crossword and make fun of you guys
2: right i mean i mean dan was essentially the um our audience That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Dan, you can do as much crossword as you want, but there will be a quiz at the end of the hour, and you will be graded. So. Oh. Oh well.
1: (laughs) I don't need this. I don't need this stinking class.
0: (laughs) I'm auditing anyway. Buzz off.
1: (laughs) I don't care how many credits it is. Oh, it's six. (laughs) Oh God.
0: Wait. Maybe I do. Um, yeah. So, oh my God. Um, what is it? Um, two thousand two and 2003, Jake and I did the hella show at WIUS in Indiana college radio. Um, pure student radio, I should add. Um, yeah, I, um, and one of the things that, uh, one of the things that Dan and I had talked a little bit about when we did our previous college radio episode, Jake, is I had talked about um, the fact that we, we had a pretty locked down format and, and you and I had taken the guidelines that we had been given the, like the, the programming rules um, by the W uh, IUS staff. Mm. And we had said, okay, you know, we'll follow all of the rules and, you know, we'll do the appropriate breaks and stuff in order to get the public service announcements and stuff in, but we are really going to like kind of squeeze as many gags and, uh, corners and, uh, celebrity interviews in as possible. Um, and that was, that (laughs) was, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, as I recall
2: it, we basically completely ignored. (laughs) we did put in the breaks we did have. Yeah. they did say they said you got to have the breaks in for for studio identification That's part yeah. of you know F, fcc rules and so we said all right yes we will do that we will say wius Peer student radio uh at the start and the bottom of our show and then we will put in those breaks and hit those things and then we joined the production committee so we could make our own um stupid promos uh instead of using theirs wow, that um, was so much and, then, fun. and then we used nice. ours um and so then we just basically did whatever we wanted um that was and, so ignored, much and <laughs> ignored their 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 emo their emo radio
0: <laughs> i am so glad that you mentioned the um the fact that we joined the programming committee because i had completely forgotten about that but yeah i remember you oh, and fuck, i dude. we made those uh th- those like 30 second one minute breaks and god we riffed on everything we borrowed sounds from. We, we borrowed like sound effects and, and background music from like, from like Mr. T. Um, uh, Space remember, Ghost. Dude, dude. How do you forget you got
2: the you got the Homestar Runner people to make the strong bad from?
0: Yes, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, dude, that we got was the Brothers that was Chapman to do one. Yes,
2: that that was that was that was. I remember being up in in in, in at your apartment. And I was leaving one day, and and I, and like I was like, "What are you doing, Aaron?" He's like, "Oh, I'm emailing the the brothers' chaps to to see if they can uh, make a, a promo for the for the station." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever. You're done. That's never gonna happen." And <laughs> I was like, "Bye, Aaron." <laughs> sure, and then whatever. I was like, "Whatever. You 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 keep a big, man. You you yeah. got this." <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> and then it was like literally, it was like. Two or three weeks later, we're in the studio. I didn't even know about it, and you were like, weren't even thinking about it either. You just start, you just played that, and I was, I was listening while you played that promo, and I like looked at you and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
2: and you're like, "Oh yeah, they got back to me. They, they said their parents both went to IU, and they, they'd be sure happy to do it." I, I just, guess. I, it, I was, that's floored. cool. I was just like, I was like god damn
0: it yeah i remember being pleased as punch about that that was a lot of fun yeah and i was blown away when they emailed me back i was like really you paid attention to me yeah um yeah they they seem
1: like good dudes we uh we didn't at uh uh at wuvit down at virginia tech uh we i don't know how we got it but we somehow got something from the uh, adult swim people and they came down they came down to Blacksburg and uh, two guys that I knew were like DJing a party that they threw at one of the bars in Blacksburg it was a fun night we got t-shirts and posters and stuff Um, but one of the things they sent was a uh, they sent mp3s of Station promos and stuff, and that's cool.
0: i all get out,
1: and some of them were generic, and some of them had the call letters in it and stuff. But one of them was uh, the guy who does Carl from Aqua Teen. Oh, neat! And <laughs> uh, and so he's like, Hey, this is Carl, you'll listen to WUVT, so uh, college radio, so you know, a bunch of gongs and handbells and uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice they probably still have it oh yeah i really like that i that's i really fun. enjoyed playing that one.
0: Oh, that's cool yeah i, I don't know the, who talked
1: to who how we got it but i thought that was
0: awesome that's so groovy um so do
2: you remember the one we did what that was um Minimum what was it? minimum requirements is what we called it, Aaron. Um,
0: hmm. I do not. I don't remember that. Okay,
2: okay. Oh God, you forget the story. You'll remember the story. <clears throat> the um, so we did one that was that was just titled "Minimum Requirements," and you know the idea was you know this the promo people had the 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 minimum requirements for running, and with this I start off. You did a very you did a very uh, serious voice. The minimum requirements for running a uh, for a promotion for WIUS this is to a say WIUS a pure student radio. So here goes, and, and, it, and it, proceeded to, it proceeded to be the most absurd, like crazy sound. It was like, uh, it was like yelling. Did you know Kelsey Grammer played a captain on star Trek lookout giant squid?
0: Whoa! Yes. I do remember this one now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And it was just it was just all the stupidest sound effects in the world. Yeah. And then at the end, it goes, W-I-U-S, Pure Student Radio. I do remember that, yeah, because it was, you
0: yeah, we monotoned that. We monotoned the intro, and then we, like, did all these random sound effects, and then we, yeah, then we did the bumper at the end. I do remember that now. Yeah, that well, one was and, funny.
2: Okay, so that one was funny. It was probably my favorite one that we did. But yeah. then, on top of it, I happened to be listening to the station one night, and there was this emo girl running her emo songs. I don't even fucking know why I was listening to this. Uh-huh. No clue at all. No clue at all why it was on. Why would you, I mean, you I listen
0: to WIUS I if it's not dude, us I don't, being
2: on? <laughs> dude, I, <laughs> I, I think maybe I was just curious. I think I am just maybe curious what what the emo kids were doing. Yeah. And so, and so, um, and so um, this this kid's oh here let me. This one says minimum requirements. I'll run that one, and it was amazing. <laughs> at the end, I could he- at the end I could hear the shock on her face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like she was like, "Well, that was interesting."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Oh, that's good. it.
2: Warmed my heart so much. I loved it. <laughs> it just, it, oh my god. As the remember do you remember the time that we played um the other one of my other little uh, things is they were having a station meeting downstairs
3: uh-huh. um
2: the people that ran the the emo station right. and um and uh, we were um we started out the show I was like dude let's just be really stupid and play um um uh, I'm coming out by Pink. That was yes, I was really big then.
0: yes, I remember that because you and I were hooked on that song. For some reason, we just really ah. I think we were being up. stupid.
2: Yeah. we were just we would just, we just like run around like dancing stupidly and right, singing. Right, like, right, right. get up
0: in the studio and we'd be like, "Yeah, I remember." Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like, like kids who had you know not a care in the world and, and, and have
1: uh, had too much. Red I mean, red. yeah, it, that was a, a very catchy ass
2: song. Hmm. It was and, and and it was easy to be very stupid too. Yes. Um <laughs> which is what which was the real which was the real gold. And so um and that was and Aaron and I excelled at being very stupid. And um and so yeah, so we did that on the on the radio show and I happened to go downstairs and they were like, uh, that wasn't on format. Please don't play songs like that again. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: you got whatever. it, no problem. No problem. Yeah. We got it.
0: Oh my God! We there were it, we so it. many. Yeah, there were so many moments where you and I would look at them with a straight face and go, "Yes, absolutely. We'll never make that mistake again. We're so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'd go right back to doing it the wrong way. Yeah, man. Oh God. Um. Really. Weird. I remember doing the preacher Dan one. That one was a lot of fun. That's one that randomly, not randomly, but it, it stands out because it was loud and because everybody <laughs> used it so contextually everybody that would walk through the main uh kind of like quad uh on the north side of the IU Bloomington campus would get accosted in the fair weather months by preacher Dan who would stand out there and just hold his bible and and scream hellfire and damnation and how everybody was on the the highway to hell um and and he he had a lot to say and so i i remember um recording a preacher dance. i record uh recorded it as preacher dan and i'm like well how there i'm preacher dan when i'm not uh when i'm not wishing hellfire and damnation on everybody that's walking through this dang old campus i'm gonna be listening to wyus first dude radio and we threw um bluegrass music behind it and um i think it was like all of like 15 20 seconds or something like that but that was another one where i know that i at some point was listening I think this is when I was listening to um, the show that came either before us or after us, and we got a very similar response out of the person that put it on, where they're like, (laughs) "Well, that's rather loud." (laughs) (laughs) Also, deviation from our very boring format. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The highway Uh, to hell. That guy was bonkers.
1: Yes. So, what was the uh what was the typical we us uh show like was it i i mean you've talked about uh, i guess like a country guy and a emo girl uh were there yeah was was everyone just a bummer or <laughs> was there anyone else doing kooky stuff like y'all
0: so it no, there wasn't, was there? There really wasn't. It was. It was a pretty like no, like seriously, Dan. Compared to WUVT, there was a smaller group of folks involved in WIUS. There was a a more limited amount of participation and involvement. It was largely. It was large. the The, the station itself was largely driven by uh, a bunch of kids that were, uh, you know, of the. Early two thousands would have been considered like you know kind of emo and scenester kids, um, mm. and they weren't they weren't bad people, you know. It right. was just, yes, they were. They had Their interest, yes, they were. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, <laughs> they, they, it, they they had you know their music interest, and we had ours, and and they, I do remember the biggest thing that I remember is that I remember trying to tune into their show. Uh, each one of their shows a handful of times, like maybe junior year, the first time that Jake and I got involved and listening and just being like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. This is just depressing. Um, and I, I remember giving it like a fair shake and then, and then realizing that this is absolutely not what I wanted to do. Um, or, or, you know, when Jake and I started talking about it, it's like, you know, here's the stuff that I want to do. And Jake was like, well, here's the stuff I want to do. And we were like, each other and it was like, well, I guess, you know, per the programming rules, we have to play music at certain intervals. So we'll, we'll play whatever music they've got there in the CD rack. That's like the primary rotation. But then other than that, we're bringing in whatever the heck we want. And, and that's what we went ahead and did. Um, But Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, we had a pretty locked in set of like certain things would happen at certain times through the course of our two hours. And then we would disappear. And then either the station would go on automation or someone would come in after us. But we had, right. we had two pretty good slots. I think our junior year slot was, I think like 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. And then for senior year, uh, I think they kind of, they were like, okay, well, you know, hella show seems to be, there are people listening, you know, there were people paying attention. So we'll switch it at 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Is that right, Jake? Do you, is that, am I remembering that right? I feel like we got
2: bumped up, but we, um, yeah. But was it because I mean, I I I I got the impression it was just because of seniority. <laughs> Maybe
0: it's entirely possible that it's just because we decided to stick with it. I I can't remember. I w- like what I do remember is that I remember <laughs> the world's most failed attempt to run for like one of the like programming leads positions there my senior year, and Jake, you and I were talking about it, Jake, and. Uh you were like, Well, why are you running for this? And I was like, I don't know. Uh you know maybe I get to have some control over WIUS for six months, I guess. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um I what I do remember is during the period of time when I was running for that, I remember picking up from one of the, the folks that was running the show, Oh, yeah, we're hearing a lot of good things about the Jake and Aaron Hella show. Now, whether they were actually being truthful or oh, they were like, cut my ass. I don't know, but, um, I was, oh, that's I, weird. I oh, remember that the compliment close. that they gave was something tied to the fact that we were getting more phone calls in than other people, like that they could do the metrics based on phone calls or something like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's as much as I remember that. I mean, because that's all dusty rattletrap memory in the far deep recess of my mind at this point. But yeah, I mean, at least, you know, somebody had acknowledged that other people were paying attention to us. So that was kind of neat. Well,
2: that is interesting. Yeah. Unfortunate for them, though. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say?
0: Like a,
1: sounds like a runaway smash hit to me, boys. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, put them on prime time. Hollywood.
2: <laughs> definitely, definitely we're famous now. The, yeah. <laughs> the. Um... Why do you
1: think you're on the show?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so true. Um, yeah. I'm
1: glad we finally got through to your assistance, assistance, aid, administrative.
2: George anyway. Clooney. Yeah, George. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad George was able to yeah. to hook yeah. you up with with me. Yeah, um, as many agents,
0: <laughs> agents of shield, agents of sword. You know. You <laughs> <Dude, dork. laughs> I only fifty percent apologize for that. I could, <laughs> I, I
1: was. I was trying to think of another one and I
0: couldn't. No, Sorry, I took them all. I'm That's sorry, all I'm, a, I'm a bad podcaster. <laughs> you go to podcast jail. <laughs> Straight to prison. All right, what oh, were you going to say, talk. Jacob? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. If I, can remember. I was supposed to say right. something. I don't know. Um, I will say, because uh, I, I did my my Russian accent, Um yeah, we did a suggestion from Stalin. That was fun, uh, probably in poor taste, but uh, we didn't care at the time. What um, were our, This yeah, is the wait, thing. That the what, wait, wait, there, right? wait!
2: Why? Why? I don't think that that was. I, I, was it in poor
0: know. taste or was it acceptable?
2: I don't know. I, I think it was acceptable.
0: Yeah, I have no I, problems
2: with it currently. I don't look back and go and cringe. I'm like, that right. Was
0: awesome. Yeah, I don't think that the I yeah, know. I don't think like the cultural standard has changed on making fun of a dead communist leader. So I think a we're decades still in the, dead clear for that. Yeah. Genocidal I mean, tyrant? Yeah. But
1: yeah, I think I think I think genocidal tyrants are still okay. Uh right? to, make to make fun, fun of. Good, then still All
0: right, still in the green. Good. All right. <laughs> still canceled. Yep. Yep. Here
2: at they come. In, at least, yep. At least in our hemisphere. <laughs>
0: Here
1: comes the, the, uh, the woke squad, canceling the woke all activists. the genocidal tyrants. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? Edie, I mean, cannibalism's not cool. You're going to shut us <laughs> down. <laughs> It's not non-binary enough. It's not now, vegan enough.
0: I do have to say the one that um and and Dan, you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, but Jake, my. as soon as we kind of throw this out, you're gonna go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um we Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you're in a wholehearted consensus with me. Yeah. This is uh boy, this is great. This is way better than my work meetings. Um <laughs> Uh, um, You know, we, at the time, we all enjoyed Bill Cosby, you know, Patui, shame beyond his name. Um, And one of the things, looking back at the Hella Show, is that we had a lot of fun... romanticizing the idea of cosby coming on mostly because i i did this absolutely horrible impression of cosby and amazing so, impression yeah <laughs> it was yeah. just acceptable i do remember uh uh cornering people at the uh marching hundred uh Harry buffalo parties and Oh, dude! No, that uh, was that was the one, and I was
2: that was that was the most amazingly that was the most amazing like drunken train wreck yeah, I ever yeah. saw. And I couldn't like, stop. And it was I still wonderful. remember
0: to this day sitting there on that like uh, park bench out behind that person's house and looking at you and looking around at everyone and being very very drunk. And there's this little voice in the back of my head that's like, Aaron, it might be time to stop doing this now. It's you've been doing this joke for quite a while now, and I think people are starting to lose interest in it and that's like you know the, the angel is on my shoulder saying that the devil on the on the shoulder is like oh look at all the smiles keep going man just push it you know it's degree so. oh god
2: it was so bad it was it was the it was the biggest train wreck and people uh, were like like you were just you wouldn't stop and i can't remember like remembering back now I enjoy it so much. It's like, it's like fine wine. It's like, (laughs) it has aged in my mind so very well. And it's just this wonderful, like golden moment of you just completely being completely oblivious to everyone around you's discomfort. And I feel like I was enough of a, 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 of a sadist back then to enjoy that. (laughs) <laughs> that horrible temper that you were putting everybody in, yeah. Um, but I certainly do enjoy it in that sense now.
0: Well, being an absolute board has always been uh, yeah, during that. That was the style at the time. For for um, <laughs> as was the style, at the as time. was the style at the time. Yeah, that that was me for a good portion of uh, Indiana. Um, and I think
1: yeah. I think each uh, college had a triple A league. Uh, Bill Cosby impersonating team where they would just (laughs) get 17 guys on a side and have them go compete against each other in some high school auditorium somewhere.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. And they would go to the cause regionals and then eventually they'd go to the cause nationals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And all the people watching would be cosplaying as – in their and their ugly sweaters.
0: <laughs> oh that was good. Oh that was good. God, <laughs> the
1: thing I like so the sorry. thing I like is that they uh they couldn't even get their own school's auditorium. They had to go to a high school.
3: Right,
2: you're safe, right, right. <laughs>
0: oh oh damn. Golf club. <laughs>
2: You can't see my my big print. I'm really enjoying that.
0: Oh, Oh, Lordy. Yeah, when
1: you talk, uh, uh, a map of Terre Haute pops up. Yeah. It's a street map with Terre Haute in the center. Yeah. I guess it just reads your area code. (laughs) It's Aaron's face, me, just two letters for initials, and then you are a map of Terre Haute. I love it.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, that's that's incredible! Yeah, oh man, that's you should oh have
1: that. you should use that as your avatar. You can just be the uh, the living embodiment.
0: Of <laughs> I am whatever I am part exactly. of the
1: state that is.
0: Who am? Who are you? I am Tara I'm sorry. I'm, Tara I'm a I'm a coastal elite. I don't know
1: <laughs> the geography of you flyover states. Which we all call them, yeah, constantly. Oh my god! Oh my
0: god! Uh, Jake, Jake well, recently. we are having uh, our
1: soirees at museums, mm. listening to avant-garde, uh, experimental ballet jazz.
0: Well, Jake actually, you know, should be, you know, applauded for, you know, he recently escaped from the uh, the Indiana Sarlacc, and now he's working on the Book of Terre Haute. So, you know. We oh, yeah. Well,
2: the, um, <laughs> well, yeah, thanks to the miracle of mobile mobile phones, I can keep my my birthplaces, uh, uh, uh telephone number whilst living, uh, and, and enjoying at least um, uh, of, of your lovely coast. You know,
1: <laughs> I, I have a, a memory nice feature of mobile, Alabama
0: telephones. <laughs> yes. The mob the mobular telephones. I think that's what we had Niles calling them. Mobular. Yeah. Mobular cellular devices.
1: My wife's former (laughs) mother-in-law would call mobile phones modular phones.
3: Modular
1: phones. Nice. Yeah, it's very strange to me because it's like you could take it apart and reassemble it in different configurations to have different features.
3: Yeah,
1: add on a add on a scope (laughs) for (laughs) when you need to do some night vision calling.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, you can can add in oscilloscope if you want to check out the waves coming in on the phone. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do anyway. Um, freaking Terre Haute. I remember driving through it to get to your wedding, Jake, and I remember the wedding venue, and um
2: the no, whole thing was wonderful
0: in but... what's that what is wrong with
2: you what is wrong with you why would you have driven through Terre Haute to get to my wedding that's oh evening.
0: for the wedding rehearsal for the rehearsal
2: yes the rehearsal at bethany's yeah. house that's right
0: yeah oh shit yeah dude and that was um that was a drive because it was like what it was like an hour and a half up from bloomington and i just remember yeah. driving and driving through farmland and there was like this little voice in the back of my head. Where I was like, fuck, Jake is right. <laughs> <laughs> you could fall asleep driving this.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the it's, uh, back hills and the the farm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I've drove, I've driven that drive between Bloomington and Charlotte a million times. What's really crazy is you get off that road. Like, it's like a state road through, you know, somewhat hilly, farmy, you know, Indiana, whatever. Um, you get off that road towards the middle of that trip and you go like a mile north or south and you get back into like the crazy sort of deliverance area that it's like, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of existed in the you know cosmopolitan, you know, area of Terre Haute. Um, (laughs) The um, there's, there, there was like, man, I was driving out back in those roads, you know, gravel turns to dirt. And then all of a sudden um, I turn a corner and there's this, the biggest pig i think i've ever seen in my head it's like you know (laughs) smack in the middle of the road and i was like where the hell am i yeah (laughs) like even for me like you know growing up i was like okay so this is different (laughs) and there was like this there was like this busted down shack like i swear to god like it was just like it looked like it didn't even look like it was barely standing up but i assume this pig lived in i don't know there was no fence <laughs> a shark and a pig
0: yeah that was, <laughs> that was insane that was one so, of the crazy yeah. things about uh going to school out in bloomington was that like um <clears throat> if you drove greater than about 10 to 15 miles away from bloomington on any of the state roads that led out of that area, not like the the major highways of the interstates, but if you just chose a random state road to like go to a park or, you know, to, mm-hmm. um, you know, see if you could, you know, connect, you know, find a shortcut between two larger interstates or something like that, you would get into like super duper nowhereville territory. And um, yeah. I remember doing that a handful of times with you and then, and then with some other folks, remember when we went out to uh, some, Uh, like outlet mall or something like that. And yeah, there were moments of those drives where, especially even like in the middle of the day with the sun coming down, we'd be looking around and we'd be like, where the hell are we? Are we safe? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Do we want to lock the door even though we're driving? (laughs) Oh man. It was, uh, Uh. it, it was surreal though. Um,
2: you know, I don't cool. know if North Carolina is that much better, though, <laughs> to be completely honest.
0: No, no, I would say that you're actually very bang on accurate there because <laughs> same thing happens with Durham. Uh, any state road out of Durham, you would have been the exact same. Like it's it's like you you um, it's like a holodeck loading screen. You just get dropped into this template farmland and it could be anywhere in the United States. That's very weird. Yeah. I apologize for that. That's a very that was a stretch analogy. It's, I'll, I'll no, it's a, that.
2: <laughs> the um, the um, no. It's it's interesting. That, you know, a lot of the landscape around here is is not that different um, than back home. Anyway, we're not here to talk about geography and regional.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm the one that blathered on about it. Um, so, <laughs> that I'm leaving. I, I <laughs> the geography. That's all I'm here for.
1: <laughs> so if you're I in, in rural Indiana. Can you call someone a hillbilly if there's no hills?
0: No, you can only refer to them as a billy. Uh, that is the it's rule just... of the flat lines. Yeah. The plain, yeah. A plain billy, a step yeah. billy. Yeah. As a matter of fact, one of the things that they used to do is that in order to not say the hill part, they would kind of pause and like that you know they would just kind of leave almost like this verbal articulation of an underscore in whenever they would talk with each other so you know one would look at the uh, the other and they'd be like i don't know what the hell you talk about but you better get off my damn land you mm, billy and um (laughs) but they had to take the they had to take the underscore out because at a certain point it would kind of get in the way of what you were saying you know so you know they took the mm out and now they just call each other billy's which is very confusing your name is william
2: well that's where the name Billy came from.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. It's from yeah, the Flatland lane The Bill kid
1: was Billy the kid was uh, from Terre Haute.
0: Yeah, he was just another Southerner from Terre Haute. It was, it was just a, it was a name by proxy, not his actual birth name.
1: What's that mean, <laughs> hot earth? What's that? Does Terre Haute mean hot
2: earth? Oh, no, high high ground. High, high ground. Earth.
1: High ground, high, yeah. okay, Hote is high. I, I yeah. was trying to think of, yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. I was trying to think of, like, Hote, and I thought of Hote Couture. I yeah. don't know why no, I thought that would be high culture. hot culture instead of high <laughs> culture.
2: That doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, Terra Haute is actually the birthplace of Obi-Wan Kenobi.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, Aaron, you fucking... I'll take <laughs> it. I'll take yeah, it. Am I missing I something? You. Yeah, I'll take my nerd what card and leave. Missing? It took me a second. Yeah. I was like, "What?" Uh, um, the, it's, um, he
0: claims in the in the prequels, he goes, "It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground." Uh, yeah. yeah. Wah, wah, Goodbye.
3: Wah,
0: wah. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take my L and leave. <laughs> I'm um, gonna go Maria. talk
1: to the lady who said this call is being recorded. <laughs> <instead of you. laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He's
1: got plenty. <laughs> She's not much of a conversationalist, but at least no. there's no. Obi Wan Kenobi's one line in a movie one time jokes.
0: She's very receptive. That much is certain. (laughs) Receptive, yeah. Yes.
2: Oh my God. Me and
1: my my NSA pal.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, Terre Haute is one of the um the like only Midwestern cities named with foreign words that's not actually pronounced incorrectly, ironically, which is has nothing has no bearing at all with <laughs> what you would expect in the yeah. city.
0: No, I mean that's that's entertaining but well, also kind like, of tangentially relevant because it's like I think about Des the number Moines. of Yeah. <laughs> Des Moines. I guess what would, would it should it be like Des Moines? Des Moines? It, didn't everybody just refer to it as Des Moines? I don't know. They call
1: it Des Moines, but if it was proper French, would it be Des Moines? Yeah. Did one? I don't know. I mean, I can't say nothing because in Virginia, we all our towns are stupid. We have a town, it's spelled Buena Vista, <laughs> Spanish for a nice view. It's pronounced Buena Vista.
2: Right. No, it is not. Oh my God, yeah. that's amazing.
1: It is. It's yeah. pronounced Buena Vista. Yeah. Buchanan, the town of Buchanan, is pronounced Buckannon. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's um, actually, when when my wife and I go down home for the family reunion, there is a uh, small town, which is Lebanon. It is not Lebanon. It is No, it's not Lebanon. Yep. Yep. And um, also there's um, Algonquin and Algonquian. And depending (laughs) on which person you talk to, it's one or the other, and they will make sure to correct you about it. Right. (laughs) correct you
2: correct you yeah. to the incorrect pronunciation that's amazing right
0: i uh, so, not
1: how he mispronounced that here
0: what do we got so <laughs> jake so this is actually you know one of the one of the things that we had talked about in the previous uh show uh when dan and i had, had started talking about the hella show was um <clears throat> and and i'm i'm basically opening the floodgates here to accept all sorts of uh flagellation uh, for my role in this, but um, the horrible (laughs) dude that came before us during our junior year. Oh yeah. um, I, I will tell you, I know I've told you this before and I will tell you again um, (laughs) because it permanently, permanently remains like a mar on my conscience is the, the day that we were 30 minutes late. And I looked at you with like the worst, most like shitty, I'm going to force you to draw the short straw face. And I was like, you go talk with him. I'll set up the show. And you made this face. Like you made the face that Yoshi makes when you jump off of Yoshi in order to finish the jump onto the next level. in Korea. Like you bastard. How could you do this to me? Why would you sacrifice me in this way? Right. <laughs> And I, I went in <laughs> am and, uh, I just a coin to you? Yeah, exactly. Right. Am I nothing but a prop to you? Right. And I went in and oh. I sat there and I started at the show and I, I was watching through the window of the 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 because the, the door out of the studio had like this this big window in it. And I was watching as that dude is just and he's all six foot tall and he's Mr. Mountain Man and he's articulating like wild. And I remember you coming in and you just having this face of sheer exhaustion. And I could tell that that dude had bedraggled you. And I was like, you're good? And you were like, yeah, I'm fine. And I, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am so, 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 so sorry for being the shitty one there. That is, that's like, I look back at my oh. life, and it's like, the things that will deny me entry to the pearly gates, that one's like oh the top five, you know. I still feel so you bad know-
2: I you know and i'm going to hell too but you know that 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 will um that that will that'll do for for heaven for me just knowing that you're you feel terrible <laughs> like, like so good i'm willing to forego heaven okay that's great good enough yeah fair I mean, enough I really that's can't take that one from me saint peter <laughs>
0: <laughs> that guy sucked ass man that guy was horrible he did
2: yeah, he uh, did. He was not a he was not a cool dude. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, you know what? I didn't even remember that. But I'm yeah. glad you remind me of it. I do remember we were late one time, and he was he was like mad. Um, yeah. But I didn't didn't remember that you forced me to take the fall. You,
0: oh, I know. And I'll take um, it. I was horrible about that. I I was an oh absolute trash for doing that. I and I would oh, apologize.
2: I'm really I'm really glad you reminded me of it so that I can so that I can return to my memory banks now here 20 years later
0: well now the, another nice thing is that now you can lord over it you can lord it over me every time that we talk from here on in
2: oh well is, i, I the, my whole my whole thing that i will always hold against you is the feeling my
0: joke oh self. yeah yeah that's yeah, jokes okay yep. yeah 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 I mean, of they're... the 20s was a very insecure very uh cocksure individual um and so he would do <laughs> rather Uh, mean things around his friends like take the jokes that they had just made which are really good and then elevate them and say them slightly louder and then not say anything as if it was his own joke and oh one of those dudes yeah yeah i was a real asshole in college you were one of
2: them types yeah Oh man, and it was, it worked out really well for me because then I could make you feel really bad for it. And then I was able to sort of feed off that negative emotion since I'm an energy vampire.
0: Yeah, this has been a perpetual thing for Jake is that I, you know, ever since I've done these horrible (laughs) things, I've become the source and he's the sink in the energy vampire relationship, which is uh, (laughs) totally okay with me because. It's one of those where I'm I'm never gonna feel truly over it in terms of the amount of guilt because I there are there are moments where I think back at it and I'm like, yeah, I was a real asshole there. Oh yeah, I was also yeah. a real asshole there. And then every once in a while we'll have a conversation. Jake and I'll have a conversation. And they'll go, Hey, remember this? Yeah, you we were you were a you were a real asshole there. And I'll be like, Oh my god,
3: yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: fond
0: memories. It's good times.
2: Oh, it is good times. It makes me yeah. so happy.
1: <laughs> That's got me thinking. Grander. If I was an energy vampire, yeah, I would totally try to find like the the most guilt ridden. <laughs> uh, you know, just someone who just wallows in self loathing.
0: Right. But you get some good shit out of that. Remember how terrible you were that one time. You should keep talking about that. Yes, I
1: do <laughs> always.
3: Oh uh, my god!
0: But um, yeah, the, with the Hella show, we had um, this is the other thing that Dan and I started down the road of is trying to remember all of the the different little segments that we had in between having to play the you know token ten to fifteen minutes of music that was required as part of the format, and we had we Brian had exercise stick on the radio. Well, wow, I mean, it got in the way of that us. Is. I mean, <laughs> we were clearly taking that 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 two hours of time to make sure that we got as many jokes as possible in. And, right. you know, there were rules. And so, we you know, we tried our best to adhere to the bare minimum of the rules. Um, but, you know, we were really there because Jake and I knew how freaking funny we were. And uh, we wanted the rest <laughs> of the world to hear it, you know.
2: Um, we wanted to broadcast it from
0: a tiny little uh, uh, AM
2: tower on top of the library.
0: Right. And it's a lapidated mansion across the street from the student union. Yep. Oh, my um, God. That place Just is falling apart.
1: A, a panicked crowd in the quad pointing up at it. My God, those madmen men are up there and they have a tiny AM broadcasting tower. Look out. <laughs>
0: Somebody do something. Yeah, pretty much. Well. You
2: know the thing that the thing that no, not My heart. What's that? that? Always warmed the thing that always warmed my heart was thinking that some like, out there driving around on those roads out around Bloomington, <laughs> where the the AM radio could reach, would be people flipping through their radio stations and yeah. landing on our show, being like,
0: "What the?" fuck is <laughs> <laughs> what in the world who, who gave these people airtime yeah
2: and that that was that was the that was the one thing that just really amused me it says i'll never know yeah. who did that but i know those random people are out there well and, i gotta
0: <laughs> we had somebody so like one of the ones that that the the moment of redemption for me was The day um, that we were doing the show um, from, it was the the, the, uh, 2002 to 2003 show, I guess, our senior year show. And we had somebody that we had no idea who they were called in. And that was, it only happened once. (laughs) But (laughs) <laughs> somebody that we we had never had any interaction with actually called into the show because you and i would always say on the show jake we'd, we'd say if you want to yeah. hear something just call in we'll play whatever and somebody finally called in and said hey i really like the get up kids please play them and i i thought they were not that bad but it to me it was like genuine awe because i was like oh my god why are you calling this are you are you listening is this a bet what you know okay sure You want to listen to music? I'll play music for you, you
2: know? Oh, I'm sorry. You remember the time a random person called in, uh, to ask about, to play the get up kids. Yeah. (laughs) I remember another time a random person, there were at least two times that a random person called in because there was another time when a random person called in and got you and asked if I liked pussy. I do remember that now. (laughs) Oh my god. Talk about the film of
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. And I just remember you and I looking at each other and giggling like idiots. Like
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. That was that was
2: that was like a highlight of my life right there. Yes. yes. I was like, well I have a girlfriend, so I guess look at look at how swimming in ladies I am.
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because you you handled it pretty much the exactly the same way twenty years ago. You just kind of looked at me with a straight oh, yeah. face, and you were like, "Well, yes, yes, I do. Yes, that's correct. That's yeah. <laughs> correct. I did. Yes, that's that is what I said. I was like, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Next question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what well, an astute observation.
0: <laughs> way to go, stranger. Well asked and well answered. Anyway. Hmm. Um, What else we we did we did uh, exercise corner, uh, in which I would lift a refrigerator. Uh, We do suggestions from Stalin.
2: I forgot about Um, the exercise segment.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that was was probably
2: the worst. That was probably the worst one we did, but fuck, we did
0: it. Yeah, it was it was always impromptu. It was uh, you and I would improv it, and um, Aaron would go off and and audibly do theater of the mind, making believe that he was lifting various heavy objects and. Jake would be like, now don't don't put it down, don't oh Aaron has gone ahead and broken his limb or something like that. And that was fun. (laughs) Um we did uh
2: wait a minute. uh, No, dude. We have wait, 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 don't you have the program?
0: I do not. Not in front of me. (laughs) Do you have the program? I do. You have the program? Dude.
2: Wait, no, here, 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 here. I went back to my room and got, uh, this was on a podcast. And oh it my it. I'm God, getting, that's awesome. I'm getting yeah. the Silly Pie shirt, or the, the, you know,
0: yeah, the yeah the shirt. Yeah, because I've got, oh, that's right. We put it on the back of the shirt. I had forgotten about the shirt. Yes, I've got uh, that. I, I put that shirt on. Yeah, that's ways. how I always followed along. Mm-hmm. I, uh, if I was You put like, your shirt on backwards the...
2: and then look,
1: When's the thing happen? And yeah, I looked at the shirt. Oh, okay, yeah. that's why.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, hey, hey. So look, you know, actually, the show you said it, we got the ten to twelve shot in the slot, and that is incorrect, sir. Nine to eleven.
0: Nine to eleven. Ooh, prime time. Prime time. All right. Time, so here's here,
2: here's the program in all sorts of great fonts. That's um, right. nine nine p.m. The insanity begins. Right. Okay. Yes. Nine twenty is the celebrity interview. Uh huh. 9:40 was news and sports. Then at 10, I love the name, we had Aerobics Corner.
0: Yes, that was what it was: Aerobics Corner.
2: At 10:20 is when we had The adventurers of Philly Pie.
0: Oh, God, that was so much fun. Yes.
2: At 10:40 was Suggestions from Stalin. <laughs> And then it was at eleven. It was. It's over. We go away to Walmart.
0: Yes, <laughs> because this was in an era, a bygone era now, where Walmart was mm. open for twenty four hours. Um, I, Is it I, not I, anymore? There's a lot of them that aren't. Um, oh, I, okay. I had to recently. I think it's
1: just certain ones.
0: Yeah. Uh I think basically
1: college towns they're open all night, and not college towns mm-hmm. they close at midnight or hmm. 11 or something
0: yeah because um in northern virginia there was a uh a, a super walmart that was up um at the uh the, the edge of uh loudon county yeah. and i used to uh that was the like go-to walmart that i used for um kid stuff basically if if uh my wife and i would run out of stuff uh, i don't know diapers or wipes or whatever, I'd be like, I'll be back. It's 3 a.m. I'm going to go to the Walmart. We know we always knew it'd be open. That Walmart recently changed. It's now 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. I was surprised Damn. and disappointed, but yeah, I'd forgotten. It was aerobics corner. And then um, I think, yeah, all, all of the ones that w- you would discuss were ones that we had, that, that we have talked about the celebrity interview one though, that I definitely, I want to come back to silly pie because silly pie deserves a good, like, long chunk of time to chat about. But I I have to say, with the celebrity interviews, the thing that I remember uh, being, like, the only reason that we were able to do those with some degree of success is because you and I would sit there, and we would look at each other, and we'd go, okay, if we're going to interview X, Y, and Z person, we're going to either make use of a a very 2000s-era thing, which was uh, Shockwave Flash soundboards, or... Mm -hmm. We got to figure out how to do the voice ourselves, um, and and that made it so much fun. Because then it was like, it, it, with the exception of the Stephen Hawking one, which was a fantastic episode.
2: Oh my God, yeah. that's that's Am one of I, the funniest. That's one of the funniest things that I've ever helped do. Oh God, create. it was so good.
1: Am I remembering <laughs> this wrong, or did they did they like get rid of Flash?
0: yes no they did they got rid of it
1: did they like decommission it and nothing flash works anymore
0: that's correct thank
2: god take it out behind the shed it's done
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right yeah you as uh mr user interface web front end type of stuff would probably have much more awareness of this tell me what is what was like okay so from my career, from, you know, my military industrial complex perspective, the shit that I learned about Flash was that it had, like, big um, cybersecurity flaws, and it was, like, open and riddled to, like, ways in and stuff. But that's all I know. What do you know? Because you're probably going to know a hell of a lot more than I will, Jake. Okay. He also went so. back in time to keep his mom from getting murdered. Uh, that's true. Uh, hey, you know, uh, I hope you did that to Huey Lewis in the news because uh, that's the that's the only way you can do that in style. Anyway, Flash, what what's shitty about Flash?
1: So it was. He uh, never listens brother. to his teammates, and it just causes more trouble. It's like Barry, if you would just listen, they're trying to tell you, and you never give them the respect that they have earned. Over several seasons. Anyway, sorry, I'm a little upset now about about how Barry Allen doesn't listen to any of his teammates. He just <laughs> he always thinks that time travel will fix it. He always thinks this time it's gonna be different, and it never works. It never works, Barry. God.
3: So flash,
2: son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> so flash, all right, so I'm trying to think of how I'm gonna do this in like this like not boring sort of way, so flash, you see and so it's a browser plugin, right, so it was a browser plugin back in the day, and it was great because one of the things that it did was it allowed everybody to make these cool animations that you couldn't right. make in any other way, right, and so right. there was like this it was this way of like embedding an animation. But it was also interactive. You could click on shit and do shit inside of it, right? Which is how Home Star Runner was made. Um <clears throat> But the, the problem the problem with it um is that it was um it was kind of this like obfuscated like special set of rules and everything within this fixed box on a web page, right? So it didn't give you the sorts of things that web pages, like the sorts of benefits that web pages actually exist for, which is allowing the content to live independently of the display or whatever. It was all very much embedded in the display, whatever. Um, so it allowed a lot of these interactive things that weren't really available to web browsers at the time, um, and now they are. And in fact, not even now, for a long time they have been, and that's the reason that Flash ends up having to sort of go away was. Um, you can do all this stuff without Flash now, and you could for a long time. And it was it was antiquated, it wasn't needed anymore. And the problem was, you had to have this independent plugin that you had to update. So it was like an application within an application, right? And it so you had and to keep so Flash. They would just like kick the, the
0: can down the road in terms of like keeping Flash itself. All right.
2: Yeah. So you had to like, so every time you'd open your web browser, you have to like also update Flash. Do you remember that? Like yeah. Open Flash is out of date. Right. Um and you ha- and you have to update and have to update it for all your browsers and whatever and it was stupid and so um and of course with phones it wasn't responsive right that was the that was the big sort of nail in the coffin right. once the phone, once phones right. came around
3: you yeah. couldn't use
2: yeah so it was like it'd be completely worthless on a phone um but um but yeah that was the, it was really cool before you know phones um, before responsive web pages were a thing before he had to worry about things like browser widths cuz everyone had a 1024 by 768 back in those days, right? Right. You know, and you and so um you know, but the other thing is that he was also like just super abused by, you know, the strong Bad's blood page. you remember yeah. that with the Yeah. Yeah, it was Homestar Runner abusive.
0: was all like Homestar Runner existed within Flash and that was all that was all he had going. Well, but but Strong Bad made that
2: web page that was glorious. It was this. It was the whole um, the whole point of it was that it was a joke that was based on you know flash intro and here's right. the spinning skulls and here's right, right here's the yeah pilot. yeah everybody had these stupid flash intros like you like wanted to like see like a, a like it's like you were coming to a website like it was a fucking movie that you were gonna watch right. it was like no look I'm 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 just here to look at you know whatever I look at on the internet. Right. Not to see your stupid movie.
0: <laughs> I had completely forgotten about the fact that um Apple like was just straight up like, no, no, we're not doing Flash with these iPhones. No, we're not wasting the time. We're not wasting the energy. I had I had completely forgotten about that. But yeah, I guess that would be a big reason that it died. Um God, well, not only really they not only would they
2: not, they they so they did they did, you know, eventually put their foot down on it, but they couldn't, right? So the problem was it's that it, the flash itself wasn't responsive. So you'd be like looking at like a, a portrait or, an, or a landscape, you know, interface for a thing on a phone that is, you know, inherently very tall and skinny, right? You right. Know, the whole landscape portrait orientation thing. Right, right. right. You, you know, so trying to use that on a phone would be really, and of course, you also don't have, you know, cursors, right, on, mm. on phones you know, you're tapping things. You don't have hover effects. It's you know, right. clicking and dragging is not the same level of fidelity. Anyway, there's a lot of there's a number of issues uh with Flash and, and good reasons why it was, was killed, but it was also just a pain in the ass and I had to do some flash things. It was also just a pain in the ass to actually like get in there and actually do shit with it. Um you can do animations and shit in HTML CSS now and it's glorious. It's so much easier than it ever was in Flash.
0: That is uh so quite frankly i find that fascinating just because i you know the stuff i do for my job with with supporting um uh, the the navy and, and the air force and the way that they use um web plugins and and websites some of which are very very old and very like web 1.0 it's it's interesting because some Chunks of Flash remained alive well into the late 2010s, uh, early 2020s, and I just remember being on conference calls and people saying, "So, what are we going to dump Flash? You know, we we it was a program initiative a decade ago, and then finally, finally, it it kind of made its way through all of the." Joint forces, Army, Navy, Air Force, Space Force—they finally dropped it, but it—it it was a a long time in the killing.
2: That's and, really you're right. Well, that would that that would that would be a huge security problem. Yeah.
1: And also, every season, it's always some speedster, another reverse flash, or something. <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> Gorilla Grodd is just sitting there. They used to maybe four seasons ago and he just has been sitting there gathering dust since. It's a great character, a telepathic gorilla monarch who rules a whole city of intelligent gorillas. It's, I mean, you'd have to be a fool not to bring that back.
0: I got to ask you, Dan, have you watched any of um, the, uh, the, the peacemaker show, the one that John Cena's in?
1: Uh, I thought it hasn't come out yet. I think it goes out
0: in in a week. Oh, okay. I just I know that I'm getting like ad blitzed for it Um, every time that I open Twitter. I'm totally
1: gonna watch it though. I loved him. I loved uh the Suicide Squad. I thought he was phenomenal and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Peacemaker was really funny in it.
0: I have yet to see that. I, Amanda and I recently found out that we have access to it through HBO Max. Um, and so I'm super excited. It's so good. Yeah,
1: it's so good. It's very comic booky, and yeah it it's not serious. It's I have just to say, fun. Jo- it's so fun and not gritty.
0: So John Cena has the best best line, and he his delivery is perfect in any Transformers movie ever. Where he almost almost looks at the camera as as this general who is investigating the concept of the Transformers. And he goes, they literally call themselves Decepticons. Doesn't that ring any bells? <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, he's so good. He does serious so well. He's just like, you know, how could you possibly not be serious about this? Yeah, I love it.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna shoehorn the conversation back towards silly pie because silly pie was good mostly idea. Jake's baby. And at a certain point, I was just kind of coming along for the ride um you would (laughs) write uh these so for for those that aren't aware silly pie was a um a short form radio play it it was very much a prototype for what dan and i now do with the restory of history's mysteries it borrowed heavily from like uh radio drama radio teleplay uh audiobook um you know type of stuff uh i had listened to uh like the the bbc radio version of hitchhiker's guide around the same time that we were doing um silly pie it is very very heavily inspired by that um but there was a certain hmm. point where i realized that you had a better bead on what was going on with the characters and with the story than i was because i was being silly with it and Jake, you oh, yeah. were, like, maintaining the narrative. And you would look at me and you'd be like, no, 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 no. Uh, Kung Fu Hamster can't do that this episode because he already knocked down Dr. Worm. He mortally wounded Dr. Doctor Worm, Dr. Worm last episode. So this is the part where he has to uh, go, you know, in interface with the evil Ganon if we're going to introduce the threat of the evil Ganon in the next episode. And I just remember, like... Zorak eyes at you whenever you did it. Just like, bling, bling. and I was like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, how could I have possibly made that mistake?
2: You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you, you made were... that mistake. How you forget that shit? That was important. I, I, I was a in... showrunner
1: with all the note cards tacked onto the wall and the serial killer psycho web of right. red string. Well,
2: the... Well, yeah the whole reason that it couldn't the whole reason that it, the that you couldn't keep the threat is, be, is precisely because i i didn't <laughs> <Not> <laughs> you know, for anything i just remembered it. right so you 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 didn't spend
0: a chance <laughs> <laughs> i was in trouble I do... before i could even get up out... yeah right. <laughs>
2: But I, but I, but I, 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 do recall the point at which you were, w- at which you sort of like, you know, sort of like threw your hands up and stepped back. And I'm like, oh, yep, 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 okay, this is yours. Yeah. Was, was, was because, because yeah, you just wanted to sort of do goofy, you know, random silly shit. And I was just like, no, look, <laughs> that, that, the things that happened in last episode have consequences. Yeah. They still God damn it, Aaron, this is no laughing matter.
1: It was amazing. Right, exactly. It really just was. Silly
2: pie yeah hey thank you exactly right that's exactly right and that's that's kind of like what are that those kind of like aaron there i remember this one point where i was was sort of like <laughs> was like wait you're taking this seriously yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I i just remember being Obviously. fascinated and being excited about it because you had like kind of latched on to the concept and you were like we're going with this and we're going with this whole hog and there was like i to this day now, I still think about it, and I just kind of get giddy. I'm like, oh, man, Jake is really driving this. He's got it. He knows what the hell he's going to do with this. And that was the point where I was like, yeah, yeah, man, Let's whatever you want to do, let's do it. Because it made for great radio. It was so much fun. Probably
2: the best episode as I remember it. Was the end of season one uh, No, there were a couple of really good episodes um, I think it was probably both of them Were like the ends of the season Ended up being being the best Because they were the ones that <laughs> I spent the most time actually writing ahead of time Right. shocker, <laughs> as it turns out And you're going to really like Be amazed at this revelation The more you work on something ahead of time The better it is
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's strange how that works uh, no i
1: don't i'm not sure about this I, uh,
0: well,
1: that's why our prep someone, time as someone who did exactly zero prep for this episode uh pretty sure that uh that's not true couldn't,
2: couldn't be better couldn't be better who are you so,
0: who who are we talking to again this this is the flash uh,
2: the flash this is
0: gordon this is julian this this is reverse flash this is a upside Uh, down uh, upside down flash in plaid
1: (laughs) you know reverse flash is his real name is uh has south
0: (laughs) i was waiting for that (laughs) no It's it's Flag of Scotland Flash. It's um Roddy McSpeedy. Um sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that, uh, I that's think right. that was, that... I'm Scottish Flash. You can call me Roddy McSpeedy. <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna go real fast.
1: Wasn't that Mr. Rogers Mailman? Uh
0: Mr. McFeely
1: was uh, uh, Mr. McFeely. Mr. I don't mailman. know why I was thinking McSpeedy. Sorry for
0: deadpanning that. I should have just riffed on that, but I, you know, you are right. Screwed it up. The facts brain jumped on top of the yes and brain there, and I do apologize for that.
2: Um, Yeah, you are. You are right. You should have done better. I should have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. We're having an interview with Jake, which means that any time that Aaron admits weakness, I remember how this template goes. (laughs) Thank
3: you. Thank you.
0: That's correct. correct. I I apologize. Sure yes, you should apologize. <laughs> That's correct. Yep. How could I have <laughs> been so wrong? Um, no, with, um, with Silly Pie, though, I remember there was a point where... You and I looked at each other as we were talking about, like, the episodes, and we decided to add the adventures of Silly Pie because that, that like, the, the name change signified the level of importance that had uh, now been attached to the story. Okay. I... Okay, I think that's what I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know.
2: No, I love this. I love this. You're remembering things that I've forgotten, and that's great.
0: Yeah. The um, but no, you're absolutely right about the prep time thing. That that's the other thing that uh, thinking back, the um, I uh, I remember um we we started by like doing about an hour and a half two hours of prep time and then by the end of when we were doing the hella show we were doing almost six to seven hours ahead of like we would get together around like one or two in the afternoon and we would just grind yeah until nine o'clock that night because like we'd we'd pre-record sections of silly pie yeah that's right yeah we did yeah, because we would we would pre-record it and mix and dub in the background music for Silly Pie. We'd have to find whatever royalty-free music we could. Um, we would pre-record some of the interviews, not all of them. Um, and then I think those are the two that we, we'd we have to burn those two to a CD. Yep. Uh, we also had to suffer from the fact that sometimes the CD burner would fail, because this is the early <laughs> 2000s. Um... And then we'd also, like, kind of plan out what the other bits, Yeah. when you went to do the programming, we'd we'd plan out what the bits would hit so that we had enough of a template so that when we got in there, we could say, all right, now we're going to do this, now we're going to do that, now we're going to do yeah. And and then we'd print copies of the, the, not like a script, but like a notional play-by-play of how the show would go. And then we'd kind of work from it. it. There, yeah, we... We fucking put some work into that show, man.
2: <laughs> no, that's true. You're right, because we would I like, how, right of...
1: I like right. how you guys like invented the jobs that like stage managers do. Yeah. You're like, you know what we need? Some sort of clipboard with a running list of what's coming. I like
2: that. It. <laughs> ingenuity. Yeah, I mean a lot of it was just, you know, it was just planning. <laughs> and it was I mean, yeah, and it was the reason why and it was always and that's why the aerobics corner always sucked is we never planned it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah We didn't put any we didn't we put no effort into that. But it was like um but yeah, you're right. Like I remember suggestions from Stalin, always best when we planned it. Like it was just like when we had some idea what we want to do ahead of time. Yeah. And yeah, it was work. And that was the other thing about it that was really interesting, right? Is that it was actual work. And um it it's interesting because it's it's a thing that you enjoy and you're very satisfied with having done it and it's creative. It's stupid, right? It's fun. But it still takes it's this thing that's fun, but in order to accomplish it, it still takes work. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. and so yeah. it was there was this. There was this strange sort of. Um, it was the first time that I'd really encountered it. There was this strange sort of like you know tension in my mind when it would come to like working on Silly Pie because it's like oh god I got to do this. <laughs> but it's like, but I love this thing, but I gotta do it and it's work. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was yeah, right. and,
0: and that's something that Dan and I have talked about before, both on arama and, and just in general outside of, you know, um the radio shows is uh that sometimes uh like You'll end up with a passion for a thing, a hobby, a subject, etc. You absolutely love the process of doing that thing. You love the process of being engaged in the creative aspect, but then there's another piece of you that ends up almost accidentally or instinctively treating that in the back of your head as if it fits into the same labor category as like having to go to work or, you know, having to do a chore. And then you sit down and you do that thing. You go, wait, why was I frustrated about this in the back of my head? I love this, you know? Right. Right. That's, um, and
1: and it's not just work. I mean, You know, uh, the last – the book that I recently finished, it was a great book called Stiff by Mary Roach. It's about what happens when you donate your body to science. It's an awesome book. Um, Mm. And like every other book, uh, it would sit on the shelf or on the side table, and I'm like, I really want to read that. But that requires leaning over and picking it up and starting (laughs) to read. Uh, It's this whole – you know, this whole like onus that I don't know if I can bear. And then I open the book, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I love this. Hooray. Right. But yeah, it's that like, oh
0: boy, am I gonna oh I gotta do this thing, huh? Right. And it's it's the like there's the logical part of your brain which is saying this takes like zero point you know zero zero one percent of effort. But I also have to devote critical thinking to brain no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. It's not well, be foot, you know? And I don't wanna...
1: Well, it's and all cognitive mode. fun. And editing is fun. Yeah. Finding the right sound effect is fun.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, um,
2: but it's time consuming. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, time consuming is fine as long as you're enjoying the process. It's the it's, it's task switching and the cognitive load that it takes to actually do that, to move from one thing to another thing like that. Like when you're like switching gears like that, it takes a lot of mental energy. And I've come
3: I've
2: I've it, as I've gotten older, one of the things that I've started to really appreciate and uh, again, an appreciation for is is as mental energy how much mental energy does it take to actually get started with something or yeah. do something right and it's not just about physical energy or you know just or being able to do it or having the time to do it but it's also like do you just have the the, the mental bandwidth to even just like move on to this next thing right yeah I, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: what were you
0: going to say Dan I'm sorry I think I was going to speak over you nothing i was just saying yeah that's a good point i i i completely agree with you jake and and that that concept of um you know today or or this week do i even have um the mental bandwidth or the mental energy to wrap my head around that in a way that i want to devote you know every brain cell to the fullest of my uh capabilities well mm-hmm. i'll tell you what yeah as as you get older um Making that judgment call becomes just a, a working part of your life, and the thing that's really weird is that, and this is another thing that I've, I, I, we're we're like totally way 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 far away from college radio at this point, but um, th- one of the things that's been really wild to me as we've moved into um, this kind of mid-pandemic um, uh, work environment is that i get to pick and choose the times at which because i work from home i get to pick and choose the times at which um my mental energy makes the most sense and so there are times where it makes sense to have that mental energy and i can kind of corral that mental energy at 8 a.m in the morning right after i've dropped the kids off there are times where i can only corral that mental energy at like one thirty to two o'clock in the afternoon, but it's it's such a freeing um, difference from. You know, I used to do a a, a nine to five uh, grind right? I would go into the office and at least the first two hours would be sitting there, slowly sipping coffee and and looking blankly at a monitor and telling myself, yep. "You have to do work now. You have to do work now." <laughs> it, it, you know, it's 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 been really freeing to be able to break from that cycle, and and I feel like I've done some amazing stuff with the you know the. the that I support, um, having not had to be part of that cycle anymore, it's much more pleasant. Anyway, sorry. You I, I totally no agree with you. On
2: yeah. Well, what's interesting to me is that I had sort of have the, the reverse sort of situation, um, or I had it because I had to be the sole care provider for our kids, who are both at home, and try to work my full time job at the during the start of the pandemic, and so I could only feel okay with counting the time that I was, you know, sitting at my machine, you right. know, counting that as work. Because if I'm, you know, doing laundry or watching the kids or, you know, doing all the other stuff that I needed to get done, um, you know, I clearly wasn't working. Like there was no way yeah. that I could make the excuse that I was working. Right. Um, right. Right. Now the mental energy that I was expending during that time was probably about you know 75% of what it was even though my hours were about 50% yeah right right and so um, and so you know I was still being probably about 75% productive. but at least when I was in the office <laughs> you know those first two hours when I'm sitting there you know kind of in a daze and you know just kind of checking emails and you know trying my best to keep going you know, right. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't as productive, you know, over the course of the day. But at least I was in the office for the eight hours, right? Right. <laughs> so, so you right, know, at right. least there was that, you know, possible. It was plausible that I was providing productivity to work. At least that when I didn't have children, you know, fighting for my attention.
0: Right, and it's that conscious separation between um, the physical, warm body, you know, show up and make the appearance of labor versus Mm -hmm. the actual labor content that's being generated, which is one of the most interesting conversations. It's been really wild watching that conversation kind of evolve um, over from two entirely different perspectives. Um, I've been enjoying watching, watching discussions about that change on LinkedIn where from like Mm. a professional perspective and on reddit from like uh, the employee common laborer perspective and it's really cool because folks are saying the same thing but they're approaching it from entirely different perspectives depending on whether you're the person writing the checks or whether you're the person receiving them Anyway.
2: hmm interesting no that is really interesting you know i think that you know, the only real thing is, is you got to treat people like adults
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and pay attention right. to their
2: output, Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, it's not that, it's not, it's nothing earth shattering. It's like you, you, you hire people that you think can do good work and then you let them do their work and you help them do their work. And if they're getting enough work done, yay, if they're not, then fix it, right? right. Like, that's like, it's really that simple But right. people don't act like it is. And that's kind of crazy to
0: me. Yeah. Yeah there's 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 that handful of folks that are still in positions of employment power that are like oh yeah well if they're not in the office then you know they're just wasting their time
3: you
2: know
0: well yeah, i don't know about that
2: no they're gar- that's and, garbage yeah, they're, i mean it's...
1: especially now you know the needing a warm body physically present in the room on call in case you have a question you know We've had texting for over 20 years. You know, you can get a question to you. On on your phone, you can have your email and uh, Slack and Google Hangouts and text and, you know, and, and, and. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's ex- if, if someone has a question, it's extremely easy to get it answered. Yeah without yeah and if you did if you got everything done in four hours instead of eight rock on yeah
3: that's that's
2: enough you you gotta your goals for the day yeah yep yeah it's uh, about it's about your you pay people to take care of responsibilities right that's the that's the long and short of it that's also yeah. very subjective too, which is also difficult to sort of, I get it. It's difficult to manage that because it's super right. subjective, but it requires, and it requires trust, right? It requires a lot of trust and some people do abuse trust. There's no way around that. And it's just like, it's, you know what, it's imperfect, but it doesn't mean that the, the, the it's, it's an overreaction to them be like the, um. no, we're going to just clock them out of time during your seat. Right well there's some sort of crazy there's some sort of crazy sound thing going on here
0: yeah i'm hearing that as well Uh, i was gonna say that um we could either we could either try like closing up the, the the call and starting it up again uh or we could just close this out for the time being and then maybe we could do like a College Radio Round Two, uh, talking about the Hella Show. I mean, what what are your thoughts, Jake?
2: No, that's fine with me. Whatever you want, man. I'm okay. good with I'm good with with going with going for another conversation sometime or, or yeah.
0: All right, let's do a second. Thinking, of this. What do you think, man? I
1: was gonna. I, I will say we're at around an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, that's solid for, for an episode.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a longish episode, so yeah. that's fine. If we want to, you know, edit out this couple of minutes um, and uh, think of a, a way to end it, wrap it up. I know, Aaron, you'll be doing the closing music, but if you know, if there's any uh, last uh, points that you definitely want to get in, either of you.
2: Um, How's, here's 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 a point, Aaron. Can you find the Stephen Hawking episode anywhere? Do you have
0: that, like an audio file of that? I I yes, I know that I have it. Uh, so here's at a certain point, uh, three to four years ago, I took um, all of our VHS tapes that I could find at the Hella Show, and yeah, I pulled them up, and I, I correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, I I welcome the correction, but I could swear that I... Did I physically mail you a portable hard drive with all of them on it?
2: I don't think so. No?
0: Okay, I need to do that then. Because I think that was the thing that I had... I had done everything just shy of actually finishing that process. And the last working piece in that was that I was going to buy like a 500 gig or a 1 terabyte portable hard drive, just dump all of it on there, and then mail it down to you you had it as well. But I've got them... Essentially, what I did was I, I used um, uh, like VHS to AVI, uh, like a video file, and they're, they're either like AVIs or MP4s or something like that, but I've got them all saved off on these um, portable hard drives that I've got floating around at the house, because um, I, I wanted to make sure that the full two-hour episodes that we recorded off of um, the public access TV uh, had not been like, no, so I wanted to make sure the VHS tapes didn't die. Yeah, amazing. um, That's that's incredible work. We also have buried deep in um, one or a handful of other, either one of my computers or on one of those other portable hard drives where I backed up old computers, I know I've got folders of Jake and Aaron Hellishow stuff. Now, whether that includes the MP3s, that I'd have to go back and check. I know that when I checked at least three to four years ago when I was doing that that VHS backup that I've got the intros. I did find the intros and the outros. So that might be one where maybe we'll see if we can throw that at, um, maybe throw that in as uh, a soon-to-be Patreon uh, reward or maybe we'll just throw that at the (laughs) end of this one. That's that's another thing we got slowly kind of cooking on the back burner is that... um, we're going to see if uh, Diana could help us put together, my, my cousin, help us put together uh, um, uh, a website for the, uh, the, the restory. We're calling it the, the – the notional horrible name for it right now is the Doodoo Podcast Network, but that is entirely malleable and, and, and open to change. Yeah, we have wow. more head. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let me see if I can find that. And if I can find that, maybe we can include a snippet of it at the end of the episode
2: yeah that would be that would be that would be cool but i was thinking that'd be a cool place to, to start or something Was like throw that in there and yeah riff on that my god that feedback's horrible all right um you know gonna... you know i still to this day i still i will sometimes quote uh that that particular movie. my favorite my favorite quote is i made it up i can make it up
3: yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: made it up i can unmake it up i do like that i forgotten about that one that's stephen hawking right i made it up i can unmake it up
2: no it's, it's just, i i he didn't know it was it was it was i made it up i can make it up he just, he just was, the oh. that earth was was pudding or something right. and we're like right. what really <laughs>
0: the rocket pods in the side of his chair. Oh, yeah, I got to find that. Oh, and my put God. That up in some yeah, because yeah.
2: Yeah, that was incredible. That was fun.
0: All right. <laughs> well, um, All right. thank you, everyone, for listening in. This has been the Dan and Aaron like Um Spiritually, it was the uh, Jake and Aaron Hella show. <laughs> um, and I, I guess that's, that's it. am I nice in the I outro think. music game
1: the outro and yeah this was uh i guess part five of the college radio series of the college radio trilogy but yeah yeah and yeah thank you so much jake for being out with us uh, and yeah
2: uh, please please join Sorry. No, thank you, thank you. I just wanted to plug uh, the Hello Show's website, www.helloshow.com. Uh, I've been paying for it for like ten years um, and done nothing with it. So <laughs> oh please go to the website oh and see the generic WordPress install
0: that says Hello World. Well, now that now that you I know that, oh my God, we got to do something with it, Jake. You and I will have to talk, and we'll have to see if maybe we can. Maybe we can do like Hello Show. Maybe we could do Hello Show as like part of the Doodoo Podcast Network. or something. I don't know. That I, would be yeah,
2: awesome. Yeah, maybe. I I would not be opposed to that, dude. That would be fun as hell.
1: Instead you scrounged up royalty-free music, that would be a big help. And yeah, just cut out the uh, songs that you played because right. then we don't have to pay Bandcamp, not Bandcamp,
0: BMI, ASCAP royalties. Right, yeah, yeah. I just have to see from from what we have of what we did before. It's me. It's it's my mic for some reason is probably horrible feedback. I don't know what the hell is up with that. But yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look and I'll see what we can find. Um, all right, I'm gonna close it out just because this this mic feedback is horrible. Um, thank you again, everybody. It's the Dan and Aaron Lycarama, and here is our wonderful music